G'day, dorks, and welcome to Lords of Dorktown, a podcast all about anime, cartoons, and video games. I'm your host, Philip, and the dork joining me tonight is Jason. I can't think of the nickname I gave you. What was the nickname I gave you? My Isekai boy? My Isekai boy. My Isekai yes, boy. Yes, yes, yes. How you doing, Jason? I'm well, Phil. How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty. You been on holidays lately, Phil? Yeah, man. I literally only got back like a day or two ago. I completely went dark on socials and everything and just... Ooh. If you haven't... if you did, Wait, did that feel good, though? Yeah, Did really you enjoy good. it? Oh, so good. Like, if you follow did the... Did you get, um, like, a tick or anything, you know? <laughs> a bit of a shake. Yeah. No, no, no withdrawals. But like, if you follow the um the Lords of Dorktown Instagram page or Facebook, you would have noticed that there's been nothing this week. Absolutely nutter. I I kind of saw that. Yeah, yeah. I just took because it was a family holiday and we had it planned, and I pro- I probably should have scheduled some posts and stuff, but hmm. typical me fashion, left it all to the last minute and just completely was just like, eh, fuck it. We put an episode out last week. We just didn't do any social media <laughs> posts about it, so. Just drop the bomb. I'll, yeah. I'll be I'll be double posting this week to catch catch it all up on today on all the all the posts that I was supposed to make. But no man, holidays were good. Taking a step back from where did you go, Phil? Uh so we went to Mudgee, Mudgee, New South Wales. It's like a I don't think I've ever been there. It's like a winery kind of town. Okay. Uh, like three, three, four hours so out of Sydney. It, is it in like the Hunter Valley? Yeah, yeah. It's Hunter. like yeah, three, yeah. four hours out of Sydney. Mm. Um, it's part of the oh, what were the signs calling it? The Midwestern region of New South Wales. It's under the Midwestern region. Oh, That's what okay. they... It, it must have just stepped over that borderline. Yeah. So yeah, they yeah. could claim it. Claim it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, it was good. Like, uh, we spent four days away with the family. Like, holidays with little kids at any point is, like... <laughs> Tiring. <laughs> it's exhausting. Like, yeah. it, it was really exhausting. But, no, it was fun. Like, we... um, For anyone who doesn't know, like, Mudgies is weirdly... It's such a weird place because... It's like one side of it is so gorgeous. Like we went to all these national parks. We saw a bunch mm. of stuff that was amazing. We went to this place called the Drip Gorge, which did is like one of the most beautiful national park things I've ever been to. Did that get affected by the fires at all? Yeah. Oh, we drove through like a fair bit of um, like burnt bushland and stuff on the yeah. way there, okay. especially like um, traveling up the coast. Like, like um, there was a heaps of heaps of very burnt looking bushland that's starting to recover now. How amazing is it? It's really pretty. How how crazy is like the bush now? It's like it's well, was it this time this time last year? Yeah. Oh uh, no, it was start. No, no, oh, no, yeah, it was no, it was this time, this last, time year. last year. Yeah, because then it went directly onto coronavirus. Because yeah, it was yeah. like from November through to like, mm. and it, it got real bad during January. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy that that was. Um, surely everyone listening to this podcast knows about the Australian bushfires, but if you don't, this time last year, Australia was going through some of the worst bushfires in in history. Modern history? Is that like... For, for Australia, yeah. yeah. We lost something like billions of wildlife. Like, it was... It was oh, it was insane. Catastrophic. Yeah. Real bad. And how many millions of hectares or... Like, insane. Like, million, gross amounts. It was... Yeah. It was so weird because we went from spending, we spent six weeks or probably more that longer than that, like three months almost, daily checking the Fire Safe app. Yeah. 
And then as soon as we finished checking that, we will just checking case numbers on the mm. health app. Like it was just like we were all I did was for like six months was refresh internet pages to see fires near me or COVID cases near yep. me. Like nuts. It went, it went, it was crazy. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the, was it the smoke that went around the globe and then came back through Australia again? Did it go all the way around? Uh, I'm pretty sure it did. That's weird. Oh, that's insane. That's how much. Yeah. It was, it was something stupid. That's so crazy to think about that it went all the way around and then, oh man. But yeah, like there's a, there's a lot of places there that are like recovering from the bushfires. So it was really pretty like, yeah, like on the drive up, there's lots of these like kind of blackened looking forests with like bright, vibrant green just springing up all the way through it, which is really cool. Yeah. yeah. But Mudgee itself is like such a beautiful place. Like as I was saying, it's got some of the most gorgeous national parks I've ever seen, but on the borders of all these national parks are just fucking mines. <laughs> like it's just... One like driving on a road, one side's a national park, the other side's a fucking coal mine. Like it's we went to this place called the Wetlands, right? Yeah. It was like okay. a wetlands little national park area. And we looked at all the photos online. It was gorgeous, mate. Just beautiful, mm. pristine little like lake thing with an yeah. island in the middle, just birds everywhere. Like all this wildlife. They've got these first time I've ever seen them, like little bird looks. So it's just like a little cabin placed in like a bunch of trees and stuff like that. So you can go in there and stay in there and silently watch the birds. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Cool. Yeah. But what they failed to mention on all the pictures on the websites and all this stuff and all the reviews we saw that it is next to a fucking concrete plant. <laughs> Literally you're driving up and the sign says this way to wetlands, this way to Boris concrete. And it's like, what? And <coughs> excuse me. You park and literally the parking lot is shared with a concrete plant. Really? Yeah. It, it's like they've sponsored the um, wetlands. Well, they're doing something to the wetlands. I don't know if they're <laughs> fucking sponsoring. But like everything, like the, the gentle hum of cicadas is drowned out by the sound of concrete being made 10 metres to the left of a wetland. Like it's it's the weirdest dichotomy I've ever seen. Whew. Really great though. After Maju, we went to Dubbo for yeah, the yeah, Western Plains Zoo. Mm-hmm. That was fine. Oh, I got lost there as a child, I think. Mum and dad thought I got eaten by a crocodile. <laughs> well, for the first day, so Western Plains Zoo is like a massive zoo, right? Mm-hmm. And we, we were there for two days. So on the first day, we decided we'll get bikes and ride around the okay. zoo with the kids in like trailers in the back. Was that the best or worst the idea? The worst mistake <laughs> we've ever made in our lives. Like, <laughs> we're not the fittest people. Oh. Like me and my wife. Like my wife's way fitter than I am. And so, so she outpaced you? Yeah, like, and she was carrying the heavier kid. Like, I took the baby <laughs> in the trailer. She took the the six year old. Like, she but, was. But you've been having some issues to yourself. <laughs> yeah, right? health issues yeah. and whatever. Okay. That's that's what I tell myself to yeah, sleep yeah. better at night. But anyway, <laughs> um, but we were we were doing this these uh these bike rides, and the the night before we decided we're on holiday, so we had a few wines and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So we were a bit dusty the day of the zoo. And I was also the best day, just starting to lose my voice and everything. You can probably hear I'm a bit raspy now. I I was on the verge of losing my voice. So I wasn't in peak condition. And then we did a six-hour bike ride through a zoo on a hot day. Mate, there was points, because like, we went back the next day to go around the zoo again. And that time we just drove around instead of riding. And on the way, the second way through, me and my wife stopped and pointed out all the points we thought we were going to throw up or pass out. Mm. And it was just like, it was like a reality tour of the the heinous day we had there the next day. Cause there was 
literal points where I was riding a bike up a hill and you know when you get that watery feeling in your mouth that you're about to throw up? Oh, yeah. I was just spitting next to the bike, oh, just like no. getting all the water in my mouth. I'm like, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up in front of and a your, rhino. And, and your mouth just sort of salivates, oh, doesn't it? It's oh. awful. We, we had a similar experience over in Perth. Perth's yeah. a beautiful place, right? Beautiful. Mm. And we went to Rottnest Island. Ali and I thought, you know, we'll, the island's not that big, so we'll just hire some bikes. Holy shit. <laughs> we walked up so many hills <laughs> because it was just, yeah, it was doing us in. We, we definitely didn't and we'll, walk. And you, you, we only had a certain amount of time to sort of go around the island and get back to our boat. <laughs> and at the end of it, we started rushing back because, one, we were thirsty, <laughs> hungry, sweaty, and literally had to fly home that night. <laughs> it was crazy. It was like... And I, we, we didn't have a shower till we got back to... Oh, no. Back home. We literally got to Sydney and then drove home. Oh. It was disgusting. That's awful. We, <laughs> there, there was animals that we pulled up to see that I don't remember seeing because my vision was going blurry just because I was like borderline about to pass out from like heat oh. exhaustion. I don't... Like, and so many people were riding their bikes around the zoo. Like, so many people. And I'm like, I, I'm not, like, I'm not fit, but I'm not that unfit. And I was looking at people, I'm like, how are you doing this? Don't smile and wave to me. I know I know the pain behind your eyes. I, too, just, like, rode up that 2K hill. Just think they're all, like, mailmans on their push bikes, right? The worst part they, is, they do like, that on a daily basis. All, all the best animals, like, the peak animals that you want to see at a zoo... Like, yeah, your elephants, your rhinos, your giraffes, you see all those first. Mm, yeah. So when you're doing a 2K bike ride up a hill... Did you see a quokka? No. <laughs> when you're doing a 2K bike ride up a hill to see a wombat, when you've seen... <laughs> when I pass, like, three wombats on the drive to Mudgee, <sighs> like, it's not... It's the risk and reward scenario of riding your bike around the zoo Echidnas? is out of way. Yeah, I saw an echidna. Yeah, no. Cool and all. We used to get them in our backyard. Oh. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to ride three k's up a hill. Like, I, and I know how, I keep saying how, how big, big is this zoo? It's a five. It's a nearly a six k track all the way around. Okay, but the first half of it is uphill. Mm. The second half's a bit better because it was a bit more downhill. But yeah. like, I was dying. <laughs> Real dire. Well, make sure you go on a bus tour if you get a rot nest. I'm telling you, <laughs> it is. Oh. But there was, there was also a little part of me because it was it was my wife's idea. Like, um, she championed the idea of um, getting the bikes. Like, she was really behind it, and uh, I was supportive. But there was a part of me when I looked over and saw her like start to crack and start to be like a bit like, "Oh, this is maybe a bad idea." She d- <laughs> sweat is pouring off her. She's riding uphill. This is, this is before she got on the bike. No, <laughs> she's riding uphill with like our oldest in this bike trailer behind oh. her. Who clear, like weighs twenty kilos more than the child I'm pulling, <laughs> just like, and I can just see her and a little crack starts to show, and there's a little part of me that's like, don't say it, and all I wanted to say was, I told I you told so. It's so all I was like, fucking told oh. you so. It's gonna suck. When, yeah, like with Rottnest, it was nice, it was great, mm. but having a time limit, <laughs> it's <laughs> not a matter difficult to absorb everything. Yeah. Oh man! Well, it took it. It, took it, it a, was like a twelve or twenty k like 
round trip. Fuck that. It was <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I was dying on a five k trip. It was. I can't remember. I'd have to look it up, but it was really long. Oh, that it was sounds... longer than I thought, and there was. It was so up and down. And I tried, I, I just, look, the quokkas are great and all. <laughs> <laughs> like, seeing a few road kills on the way there too, from the from the bus. Mm. Oh, man. That's, that's it, it was, yeah, I don't know. The second day, the second day at the zoo when we took the car was like significantly <laughs> much better. <laughs> at least you're not dripping with sweat. I, and I just feel like I enjoyed seeing actual animals, like, the first trip around, I just enjoyed not riding a bike for five minutes to stop and look. I just didn't appreciate any of the animals. <laughs> it's pretty great. But no, you, it was, it was... you didn't appreciate what they've been through to be in this cage. <laughs> <laughs> well, Taronga Western Plains like um, one of the biggest like open plains. Like it was, it's really cool actually mm-hmm. how to see because they have like enclosures where they put giraffes, rhinos, and like black bucks and all these different animals together in the one massive open enclosure. So it's really cool, like, because you get to see, like, a natural... Anyway, holidays was good. It was good to take a break from social media. And I actually took a bit of a break from anime, my friend. Yeah. I, I wasn't... Because, I, like, I, I wasn't watching all the anime I normally watch because, obviously, I was doing family activities. So mm. I, t- I ended up taking, a you know, a bit of a vacay yeah, yeah. from anime. Anime. So that was good. I mean... Spend time with your bae. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> No, like, uh, uh, to take a little break away from anime, I think, was, was kind of good because I, I mm. felt a bit refreshed for the for the genre when I when I came back to it. And, you know, it was only five days, but for me, that's missing out on, like, 50 to 60 episodes of anime. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Mm. I only jump on it when, I like, a, a anime that I'm following sort of uploads a new episode yeah. now. It was good. I had a bit There's of a back... that I've... Mm, I had yeah. a bit of a back catalogue to get through when I got back, which was which was fun. Mm. Mm. Have you been doing anything else, mate, or we've both been well, on holidays? Yeah, we've both been on holidays. We haven't really done much. We've just been chilling. Yeah. Just, yeah, not much at all. Oh. Just getting some house stuff done and mm. you know, just going out for breakfast. And oh, I love that. We did breakfast yeah. every day. Oh, I love breakfast. Every, everyday brunch is like, yeah. it's a must. Oh, just, it's so good. Yeah. Shopping, yeah, mm. nothing too much. Should we rip into the topic today, bud? The topic. The topic. Drum roll. The, the main Drum reason roll. you're here, mate. Drum roll. <laughs> Let's break into the topic. <laughs> i got a little thing to play for you, and I'm so excited for you to hear it. In the year 1993, a being was born into this world. A being with one goal, one drive, one destiny. To watch all the terrible isekai anime that has been spewed forth into the void that is the anime streaming services. That being is Jason... Now the time has come to ask the question, the one and only question, the question that has echoed through the great halls of our ancestors for eternity past, the question that has been whispered in the ears of gods and men alike. Why Isekai? So Jason. (laughs) Jason, Jason, Jason. How, How long did it take you? Way longer than I care to, to admit. To make that intro, I, I was pretty. I'm pretty pleased with that one. I think it was quite fun. It turned out well. Thank you. Um, so yes, the the topic today, the reason you're here, <laughs> why Isekai? Now we have mentioned on previous podcasts that you are my Isekai boy. Man, how did I? How, how did that become? <laughs> how did that become you? 
I think because all you watch is Ace's guys, how that become you. It's like oh, self-fulfilling man. prophecy, mate. You you were born to be this person. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're gonna get. You're gonna have to get some merch. Some why Ace's guys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then just have a question mark and my face uh, next to it or something. Jesus Christ. Uh, so why Isakai? Why Isakai? So I think I, I, honest to God, I think it I think it's more nostalgic. Not not in the sense that it's Isakai and like mm. fan service and all that. But like with how they're like what the basis behind them is. Like because I, I grew up sort of playing a lot of role playing games. Mm. And that's what they remind me of, right? Yeah. And like all your stats, MMOs, you know, I, I I I enjoy that. And also like your overpowered characters, I like that from like Dragon Ball, super, like yeah, Dragon mm. Ball. Um, but why Isekai? Well, what is Isekai? Because I I looked up a definition of Isekai in preparation for this episode. I did the maximum amount of research possible oh, for Lords of Dorktown. You've which, done more than I have then. Well, I Wikipedia'd Isekai, so mm, peak peak Dorktown research here. So the definition for isekai is it's a genre of light novel, manga, or anime and video game that revolves around a normal human person from Earth being displaced, transported to, or reborn, or otherwise trapped in a parallel universe, fantasy world, or virtual world, mm. where they must adapt or assimilate into the new world along with new along with its new rules, cultures, and philosophies. Have, have you noticed that most of these isekais revolve around like a 14-year-old Japanese boy. Yeah, well, it's a lot of author inserts. Like, it feels like a lot of the the main protagonist is always the, you know, the author insert, the 35-year-old virgin who wakes up in a... Yeah, that's kind of strange. The word virgin is mentioned far too frequently in in um, TV, in anime descriptions for me, for my liking in Isekai. It does, doesn't it? But, like... Mm. So after reading that, I, I kind of realized that my definition of isekai was a lot more narrow. And when we, before we hit record, we were kind of rattling off what other isekais there are. <laughs> off that definition. Off that definition, what? We came to the conclusion that Narnia? Narnia is an isekai. <laughs> Narnia. Narnia. Um, Digimon. Digimon's an isekai, which is crazy because, like, Digimon's yeah. a massive franchise. Mm hmm. So yeah, like I, I didn't realize until you pointed it out. Well, yeah, that, they do that, go into another world. That's, that would be my most watched isekai. I've watched yeah. basically all of Digimon. Yeah, I'm an isekai guy too, Jason. <gasps> yeah, don't categorize. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't just like isekai. But there's there's like I, I don't mind trash isekai because I can burn through twelve episodes pretty quick. And well, you know, in preparation for this episode, I watched. A fuck ton of bad isekai. So I I mentioned earlier how I had a break from anime. Yeah. When I came back from holidays, <laughs> I watched five days straight. So much isekai. So much isekai. Th- this would be your most hated genre, right? Easily. Easily. Okay. I'm I'm glad I put you through this. Easily my most hated genre. <laughs> and like I think my opinion of it's changed a bit now that I've watched more. Okay. So I, I like that fantasy world, like, basics. You yeah. Know, like the fantasy, you magic. I, I don't like any, um, like, robotics in it. I'm, mm. I'm not a big fan. I, I like it when it's just, like, medieval. Yeah, no mechas or anything no like mechas, that. No yeah. mechas, yeah. That's, that's interesting. So in preparation for this, I watched, and some of these I had already watched, 
Mm-hmm. Um, but like my main isekai knowledge that I'm drawing from are Sword Art Online, yep, which we did an episode about. ReZero, which we did an episode about. Mm-hmm. Slime. Yep, that time I got reincarnated as Slime, yep. Which we've mentioned heaps, but I don't yeah, think we've done an episode I, about it. I don't think we have. But we've mentioned it a bunch. Mm. I, 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 it's, it's one of my top ones. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Shield Hero. Which I'm still yet to watch. Mm-hmm. Which I think we've mentioned it mm. before. Definitely haven't done an episode on it. No. Dr. Stone, which is contentious to be called an isekai, but I think it falls under the category. You reckon? Uh, I might mm. jolt that one down, mm. Dr. Stone. Uh, what else? Uh, bon Fury. Which is, we've mentioned it before in a previous episode. Uh, yeah, we have actually. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, what you else? You looked at it in disgust. Mm. You, you were, yeah. I you couldn't believe it. I have some interesting things to say on that one when we get to it. Uh, uh, Mushoko Tensai. Which I've been recently watching. Jobless Reincarnation. I, I don't mind it. You hate it. I hate it. And I think that's it. I think that's all the ones that... Oh, and um, my grandfather's something. Oh, yeah. I, I watched one episode, I think. Yeah. I'll, I, wasn't, I'll, I wasn't too into it. I'll find what that one is and bring it up. But yeah. I, I, th- I, think, I think the animation sort of gets me as well. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I'm not a big fan of the actual animation, the art... I, I, I won't really be drawn into it. Yeah. Anyway, like the the ones I've watched. Yeah. Watched. What's your watch list? So, a refurator. It is <laughs> so fan serviced. It is ridiculous. <laughs> but and and the three D animation is utter trash. Oh yeah. But I still watched it. It was it was okay. Whatever. It's it's under my trash list. <laughs> <laughs> um. So death march to a parallel world rhapsody. It's, Jesus, it's, 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 what a name. It's literally about a game developer who basically they're developing a game and they go into a death march, which is what they do in preparation to launching a game. So they make sure everything's like... Is that, like, is that like crunch? Video yeah, game crunch? Basically. Yeah. But then he, he falls asleep because he's, he was under that much pressure, wakes up in a new world. He's been like... Summoned, and it's much like the game he was developing, but not the same thing. Mm. And basically, he becomes overpowered because at the beginning they make something like, like, yeah, there's like an army of like these dragon beings. And before he got summoned, they they mentioned something about giving the players like a um like a handicap, which is like this magic spell, which is like utter ridiculous. It's like summoning a meteor, and he launches a meteor. At this army, killing like a dragon god, and then he basically levels up to like a hundred and fifty, so something ridiculous. Yeah, and and that's how it starts. So so he's already ridiculously overpowered from the from the from the rip from the rip, and he just starts like yeah, gaining anyway powers and mm. things like it, it's just it's just one of those classic isekai. Yeah, I was gonna say this, this it's is all a very isekai. Yeah. Um. So the hidden dungeon I only could enter. It, it was I don't know. Fuck, what, I, 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 I hate know. I hate how Isakai's a name. <laughs> like uh, we mentioned Bon Fury or and however you pronounce it, but its second name is um I didn't want to get hurt, so I maxed out my defense. Yeah, yeah. I put no, I put all my points into defense. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, the hidden dungeon I only could enter. He basically had an ability where he could talk to like a great sage, mm-hmm. and he, he 
he was so underpowered and he asked the great sage how he could get stronger. And the sage was like, oh, just go to this area. And he basically gets given an ability from this chick that was trapped in this, like she was literally trapped. Mm. She couldn't leave. And she gave him her ability, which was to like steal or make others, uh, make ability. I don't know. It was something weird, but I watched it anyway. Um, Sounds like another isekai. Another isekai. So much isekai. I'm standing on a million lives. This one is where uh, there's basically a, it's like a game master. Mm. So he's like in control of these people. He's the one who summons them to these, well, to this world. And each time they summon, they have to do like a few lists of things and then they go back to their normal world. And then they can grab another person and that's how they form their party. Okay, yeah. And they level up. They all get assigned a job role. And, like, the main character gets, like, some shitty-ass job role, but he can level it up really quickly because it's, like, you can use it daily, like cooking, um, uh, uh, farming. You know what this sounds like? And it sounds like another isekai. It, it is another <laughs> isekai. Anyway. <laughs> basically, that's it. And, and, and they go back and forth from the world. I think like 50 or 100 years have passed or something. So it's, it's something stupid. Ooh. Anyway, another isekai. Another isekai. And then uh, Bafuri. Is I that th- how you pronounce it? I don't know. Anyway. Max out defense. Another isekai. I think that's a bit more than an isekai. I, of all the ones I watched, that one I think I liked the most. I, I Look, it's under my trash list. It's wholesome as fuck. It is, yeah, yeah, it is. But, man... She gained some crazy ass abilities oh, like in that game. The most broken sounding video game I've ever heard. I would play it. I would play. It. <laughs> everyone would play it, and everyone would put all their points into defense. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Exactly. Why wouldn't you? Why be DPS when you can just be a tank? Exactly. Um, <laughs> so cautious hero. Oh my god! Another fan service. Isekai. Mm. Oh, crazy. Basically, I saw I saw the little um, picture for that one in the in the recent because as yeah. as, as, we've, as we've mentioned before, <laughs> we share an anime love subscription, <laughs> so I've seen all these isekais pop up in my like I've watched next thing and I'm like Jason, come on buddy, <laughs> pull yourself out of the gutter oh. for a little bit, could you? <laughs> anyway, so what's this one about? Um, so there's a there's a hero, right? He's been there summoned by, by a god. So, so, so always happens. By a god, I know a hero. Whatever. It sounds like an isekai. <laughs> anyway, so he had he had recently been summoned to like yeah to defeat a demon lord, and he fails, right? And he gets sent back to his world, and then he gets summoned again. So since that failure, he had inherited a trait which was like cautiousness, like overly cautiousness. And basically, he levels the shit up because he's overly cautious. He wants to be ready for anything. And he gets summoned into this world which has like a a demon lord which is like categorized as like a god, like something ridiculous. Like nobody can defeat it. But this one. Of course. <laughs> of course he can. Of course he can. Wouldn't be an isekai if he couldn't, buddy. I know. I know. Wouldn't be an isekai if he couldn't. And then, so, so I'm a spider. So what? So that, that's a new that's one. A, that's a recent one I've been watching. So mm. I think there's about six episodes. So what's that What's that like? Because I know the general, it's basically just slime but spider, right? Yeah. So basically, there was a class who, did 
Did they die? Did they get summoned? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I think they died. Anyway, whatever. So, so this class gets like summoned to a, like another another world, and they get sort of distributed within the world, and they, uh, I think, a class sort of um, team like teams up. Mm-hmm. But they fight each other because they're, they're all Japanese. Yeah. Okay. And so some people are like born into families that are like um, knights and stuff like that. Whatever. And there's only a few that were summoned as, like, monsters. So there was, like, a dragon slowly. It's, like, you know, 60 centimetres high and it's growing. Yeah, baby yeah, dragon. Baby dragon. Yeah. And then there's a spider, which you follow. He's also a Japanese guy. He gets summoned, like, in the depths of, like, um, some monster cave. mine, cave. Yeah. So very slime-like. Very slime-like, yeah. But he, he has to go down... And he gets, yeah, he keeps going down, levels up against all these stronger enemies, and then uh, I think at the moment he's like, um, he was just evolving into a demon lord. Yeah, I, th- I think it, like all these different traits from leveling yeah. up start popping up, and he starts flicking through them because you know isekai. Isekai, yeah, it was yeah. all very isekai. Yeah, yeah, uh, and then re zero. That's one of my top ones. Well, that's that's a really good isekai, in my opinion, because it's a horror-based isekai, and it does a lot to subvert the genre. It does, yeah. Where, like, the like sure, the main um, protagonist mm-hmm. has an overpowered ability, but he's not overpowered in the sense he can change everything with his, like, and sheer al- strength. And also, like, not a lot of context is given for abilities and skills and stuff like that in the world. I think with this second season, it has... Um, it's sort of told you the backstory of what has happened now. Uh, okay, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's it's really good. It, it's it's real juicy at the moment. Mm. Um, yeah, Tensei Slime. I, I love it. I mean, it's we've mentioned one. it a bunch, and we should probably save that one to talk to talk about last or close to the end because I yep. think that there's a lot of good points we can make on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, then Mushoko Tensai, the jobless reincarnation. So that's another new one. I, I don't mind it. Oh, it's, I it's, fucking hate it. You hate it just because of the how bad, like, yeah. Were you about to say yeah. you hate it because of how bad it is? No, not, not how bad it is. I was going to say, like, yeah, the fan service side of things where he's, like, drooling. Yeah, anyway, because he's, like, basically a, what, 35, 40-year-old virgin. virgin. Again, was, that word is masti- mentioned. It was masturbating in front of his computer. Yeah, and like, like in his past, and then he dies because he got hit by a car or something. But like the stuff of him, like that that scene in particular. I think it's like episode two I, or three or something. That scene with him masturbating. I don't find that gross or bad or anything. It's the scenes that are like, mm. if you but, know, uh, like mm. let's be honest. Like I didn't like the first episode. I, I, I yeah, mm. I didn't. I didn't like that sort of side of him. I was like, eh. I, I like this world that they've created. I, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, uh, there I, was parts of it that I like. I, I like how he's not overpowered straight off the bat. Like how they say, like basically, he's sort of born and he's progressing his skills. Yeah, well, because he has a different understanding because he had a previous life. Yeah, well, he's a, he's an infant with the knowledge of a thirty-five-year-old. Like exactly. you know, he. He knows how to test his limits and test his boundaries mm. and improve, and he he knows how you discover and inquire, and that like he has those 
adult knowledge is like that adult knowledge on how to understand how mm. a world works. Yeah. And when you apply that from a young age, of course you're going to be, you know. Yeah, that's right. But just I, why I, do they, I, why do they bring all the virgin I, I, stuff into I it? I don't like that side of things as yeah as much. Yeah, I think if you took that out, it would be. I'd love it. I think there's so many things mm. in there that I I very much like. I think the world building of it, it's it's fantastic, and I think yeah. the way he understands magic and the way he tests his magic abilities are is really great. It's just I don't want to have to listen to his parents getting railed every fucking scene <laughs> at night or his sensei like discovering her young supple body outside his door at night listening to the Oh There's yeah, so I forgot, it. I forgot it. that even happened. I don't know how like it sieves out of your brain like you it no you never notice I've it. I've got a pretty good filter. For me, it's just like I said, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, like, yeah. why? Yeah, I don't know. I just sort of, it just goes over my mm. head. But I, I d- ignore it. I did a bit of research into that one because there was there was a lot of talk online about it when I, when I was kind of doing research about uh, isekais. So that that series, uh, Mishika Tensai, started off as a, as a light novel on an on a online light novel publishing site. And it grew to be very popular straight off the bat. Like, it was the highest rated uh, series on this site for a long time. And it still sits in like the top five. Does this mean I'm expecting great things from this genre? Yes. Okay. So cool. this, I, this, I, I did read somewhere that where it's going to be quite a long series. Yeah. Well, well, this, this series, Mishika Tensai and Sword Art Online, both started around the same time. Sword Art Online was coming out as an anime at the time. And this was coming out as a light novel. So both these, these series are kind of credited with starting off this big, we're kicking off this big influx of this type of isekai, which basically every isekai we've mentioned falls into this kind of category. Me and you have, where um, it's more of a uh, you know this modern trope of a, a fantasy world where it's more based around RPGs and MMO RPGs and mm. all this stuff. But like isekai as a genre, you know, is a lot more like spirited away. The the movie is is by Studio Ghibli is is technically an isekai. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, this genre is more than is more than these shows, but for us, it, it, these shows are everything right now because there's so many of them. Oh, man. There's, there's when I, so much. Yeah, so much trash. Well, when I started doing research for this episode, I was like, I was like, I, I could have picked 50 different shows. Like, yeah. there's just so many out there. And as, as we just heard going through your descriptions of those shows you're watching, so many of them hit the same beats. Like, there's, they do, yeah. Like, there's plot baked into the the actual concept of an isekai. So, so many of these shows just hit the same beats. So, like, shows like ReZero that subverts the genre, or I would say um, the Rising of Shield Hero subverts the genre a little bit as well. Mm. These shows uh, stand out to me as being something a lot better, but still there's so many things in there that I fucking hate that hold it back, you know? Well, with this, like, like, with that spider one I was mentioning. Yeah. Um, so... That sort of diverges where the where the main character that you follow, the spider, is actually becoming the villain with his stat points. Like he's turning into a demon lord, which everybody else are training to defeat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, that's interesting. Yeah, so it's sort of leading like where he he'll probably use that power to defeat the mm. other demon lord, which you see anyway, but whatever. Well, I, I don't think he'll be the most liked character when he gets above ground and fires, finds his, like, um, uh, classmates. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? So, the the topic of today is why Isekai. So, I think where we should start is, what what drew you to this genre at the start? Like, what, what was it? What was your first Isekai of this, this kind of elk? Uh, 
Well, I think I think it was ReZero. Really? I think it was ReZero or Sword Art, one of them two. Mm. Because of, um, I think, yeah, there's a guy who just joined the Discord um, brand. He suggested it. Yeah, he suggested a few. I think it was Sword Art. Mm. And then I, in between, I sort of watched ReZero and then ReZero sort of took over Sword Art. Yeah, it's much better. And I just watched the entire season. And it, it drew me towards the genre a lot more mm. because I, I wasn't a big fan of that whole reincarnation to begin with. I was, I was sort of like, eh, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't want to watch it. Yeah. Okay. I, I kept diverging away and started watching, I don't know, One Piece and whatever. Yeah. And then I sort of got into ReZero and, yeah, it, it just took me away. I was like, wow, okay, this isn't too bad. I was like, I, I can get past the whole reincarnation and just sort of focus on this world that they've created. ReZero is a great I, one. Like I, I thought it was brilliant. We banged on a bunch about it on our ReZero episode, but that's some of the best world building going into a series and just some real great like horror. Yeah. Like uh, anime horror is just really done well. But um, I think for me it would have been Sword Art for sure. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. Because I watched Sword Art ages ago and I remember watching it for the first time and thinking, okay, this, this genre, like I, I could see people loving this. Um, there was definitely things I hated, but the the world building that went into it, I was on board with. I actually, I just remembered. Mm-hmm. I think I was watching Tensei Slime before all of those, because I told you about it. I said, "Oh, this is a fun anime." Yeah, you you actually told me about Slime like when it was coming out day by day, yeah, like, week by week. You we were onto the time I got reincarnated as a Slime for like episode three. I think was yeah. out by the time I started watching. Yeah, yeah, mm. that's probably my first one actually. Wow, okay. Yeah. So your first one was arguably the best one. Probably. I would say it's the best because, I mean, uh, well, I do. Like, uh, I'd say it's on par with ReZero now. Yeah. I I, I do. I I fucking love it. I I just like ReZero now. Well, ReZero is like such a sub, like we said it before, it's a subversion of the genre, but where slime is basically the antithesis it, of the genre. Is, like, yeah. it's everything it, it, Everything I want. The overpowered character. And also, it's just fucking wholesome as shit. It is, yeah. It's like a really wholesome show. And the fan service in there is not... Yeah, it, it, it doesn't doesn't take away from them. No, and it, it's not as bad. Like, like it, there's it's a noticeable. lot of anime titties. Yeah, it's noticeable, <laughs> but it's not like... The main character isn't being like, oh, I get to breastfeed. Like, oh, you know, I'm going to wear these underwear on my head and look all sweaty and gross. And like, are you just referencing? I fucking, I hate it so much. Like it was so bad. I I really did not like Mushu. I have literally watched one where (laughs) the main character comes up against a dragon. Mm. And so the only way (laughs) to kind of defeat the dragon Mm. was just (laughs) <laughs> and then was to what? Sorry, buddy. Stick the sword up its ass. Okay, yep. Right, and then it turned into a sexual thing because the dragon was actually a person. Yeah, it was super fucking wow. weird. Super yep. weird. Cool. I love isekais, <laughs> mate. <laughs> it was bad. I don't feel mentally drained at all after this <laughs> week. <laughs> I don't feel actually stupid or after watching as much oh. isekai as I have in the last five days. Oh, my God. Fucking isekai, yeah, mate. Yeah, th- th- that was one thing that I sort of remembered mm. because I was like, what the fuck did I just mm. watch? Well, we've, ta- we've talked a bit about the bad things of isekai. I think we've only exclusively <laughs> talked about the bad things. 
But I do think there is some really great stuff that goes in with these these series, and I think the strongest point a lot of these series have are, is world building. Like the world building that goes into these shows are great. They are. Like um, uh, Fon Bury or whatever it is, Bo Fury, Bo Fury, Fon yeah. Fury, whatever. <laughs> that series has some god awful world building in it. <sighs> just just for the fact that it feels like a broken game. Yep. But I love it. I, 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 I don't know what about that that world building is so great to me, but that kind of pseudo MMORPG kind of mm. lots of gamer talk and gamer lingo and, you know, they're using a bunch of familiar things around the gaming scene of, like, yep. MMORPGs. Like, for some reason, it just clicks. Like, it's, it's so interesting to watch sometimes. And when they strip away a lot of that fan service, because there isn't that much fan service in that series, and they no, just kind of get one. down to the relationships and the kind of innocence of this main character who's so overpowered and so innocent about being overpowered. Because she was so oblivious about this game. She basically asked her friend, right? Yeah, we should... No, her friend um, just gave... Suggested it. Suggested it, and she was like, oh, I'll do whatever. Yeah. Just simped, simped her way into it. Yep. And then just happened to be... She, she just the didn't luck. want to get hurt, mate. That's all So it was. she just put all her points into defense. That, and makes like, sense. <laughs> and, like, I don't know why, but it's so charming to me, that series. Mm. But then you get a series of the similar ilk of, like, that basically has the same setup and everything, and I just fucking hate it. I don't yeah. I don't know why that one stood out to me, but I, I really did enjoy it. Um, I do have a few questions here, buddy. What is the worst isekai in your opinion? <laughs> At least the one you've watched. Like, I, and I, I've banged, I've banged on about Mushu Tensai a bunch, and I pr- probably I, pronounce I, it I th- wrong every time. But I think it's my least favorite, just for the oh, no, it does have a lot of good things in it. I just I hated maybe, what I saw. Maybe Cautious Hero or Every Furetta. Yeah, I think. So, so what makes a bad isekai, do you think? Because they all seem to follow the same points of a super overpowered protag. Yeah, yeah. World building, all that mm-hmm. jazz. Like, so what, 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 what makes it bad? If all that's still uh, there, how it can it still be there? overly fan-serviced, maybe? It sort of <sighs> takes it away from the actual mm. yeah, world that they've built. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, see, it's tough for me because I feel like the, and I, I suppose when oh, I don't even I don't know because like Sword Art took it away from me when they started getting these dumb abilities mm. that made no sense and I was just like oh, well, this is shit they're just gonna keep giving them power where they but then you have a, earned it but then you, you know? have a series like Slime where he gets a bunch of power without technically earning any of it. You know, right. he, he just kind of lucks into saying the right, right words when he's dying to kind of... Yeah, he did too. To, to luck into this ability predator, you know? Like, he, he didn't technically earn that ability. No. It doesn't technically earn anything, really. You know, he kind of lucks his way through a lot of it. But why is that show so much better? I guess... Yeah, it's probably just... I, I, I'm not too sure. Mm. I, I guess... That, I don't know, hey. Sort of stumped me. Uh, it's, I, it's, I, I, it's, like, I do like slime because it feels it feels fun, kind of. It does. It's very fun. It is. And, like, 
Oh, I was going to write... They, they explain a lot of things. Mm. I would like... I was going to write a question that what's the best isekai, but I realised what be- what's the best isekai, the answer is slime. Like, of course it's slime. Like, it's it's the best one. Like, it's the most isekai. wholesome. It's the most entertaining. Uh, the action beats in it are, in, are great. The sort of supporting cast are great. The pro tag is great without being mm. too, you know, whiny and overpowered, yeah. you know? like Actually, even the new season, like... <clears throat> Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm loving it. And it builds so quickly. There's no fat. It, it's very quick and to the point, which it's, it's, a lot of isekais are. There, there is not a lot of fat in a lot of isekais. It's like really political at the moment as well. Yeah, it's like a lot of geopolitical and it, stuff like cool. that. It's cool. It is cool. I, I, mm. don't, I haven't seen any other isekais that have done what they have. Like, yeah. Like built what they have built. Yeah, exactly. And like... <sighs> and there are still like enemies which are OP. Mm. which probably could shit all over the slime at the moment until he starts devouring. Yeah. You know. So what what do you look for when you're when you're looking for a new anime, like a uh, new isekai? Like, well, what are you checking out? Is it just you go into the isekai genre and you just look at random? I, I, I read, I read the, like, the preview kind of thing. And you're looking for what? Keywords, um, virgin, <laughs> overpowered. No, no, no. I just sort of look to see if it's like a... Like a magical world mm. built around like swords, you know, um, like medieval kind of thing. For me, there was a few of them I watched for the lols. Like I, I saw it, Definitely. I was like, that, Definitely. Looked, that looked bad. I kind of want to check it out. Yeah, I do that too. Um, which which is fine because oh, yeah. I think the, trash TV is fine. The animation, I always check for that. They always uh, seem to have good animation too. I didn't watch one with them, bad. Yeah. Uh, once I start getting into like 3D animation, ugh, mm, yeah, 3D that is, animation ugh. sucks. I start vomiting in my mouth. Yeah. It is bad. I think I think that's a big one for me, the animation. And like uh, yeah. I, I want to be able to enjoy it. Mm. Yeah. It's got to look good. It's got to look good. But it's like right. and and like for a for a genre of anime that's arguably easy to write. Like I think a show it like is, this would be I easy guess, to write. Yeah. They get to flex a bit more with the animation. So you see a lot of these ones look gorgeous like uh, I know we've talked a, a, a little bit about it, but Slime, like, um, not Slime, sorry, Rising of Shield Hero, yep. looks gorgeous yeah. at every point. Every point it looks great. Yeah, all right. I'm going to have to get into it. It's good. Like, I, I can talk a little bit about it if you want, because yeah, I think it's uh, it's an interesting one, because, uh, again, like ReZero, it kind of subverts the genre a little bit in regards to the, the protag... Um, the protag when he comes in is is part of a, a group of four. So there's a sword hero, a spear a spear hero, a bow hero, and a shield hero who are summoned to this fantasy world to defeat this oncoming threat of. Um, is it a demon lord? No, it's like waves of destruction, like this kind of oh, okay, right. co- like big a, a event. Calamity. Yeah, some sort of calamity. Some yeah. okay. Insert disaster thing here for oh, an isekai. I watched a terrible show. And mm. all they said, every second word was calamity. Oh. And I, oh my God. Love that word. It was terrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, so shield hero. So like, um, it subverts the genre in a way because he is kind of the villain. Well, he's made to be the villain. The world makes him the villain. So it's interesting it, to watch a protagonist kind of be gaslit into this corner where he has to be the villain, where 
He's making decisions is, where... Is that so everybody works together kind of thing? For yeah. Like, for like a common goal? But they've got a common enemy, but common it, enemy. it feels yeah. like the kingdom or this world is already just against him because they've decided that the shield needs to be... Like, that he needs to be a villain. Like, there's already a villain in this world. Like, it doesn't always make sense why they single him out so much. But because the world has painted him into the corner of being a villain, he makes decisions that... I don't think he would normally make that he would have made before. Like he's making evil decisions, arguably quote unquote bad decisions or the villainous decision because that's what the world wants him to do. So watching him do that and be gaslit into becoming this person that he maybe wasn't going to be or maybe shouldn't be is, is really interesting. And, um, okay. Again, the world building's really interesting. Um, I, I kind of want to see, what becomes of this series given another season or two? Like, I feel like... So it hasn't finished yet? No, no, there's only... I think it's two seasons or something like that. But, like, I okay. feel like this show could take the genre in some interesting directions. Hmm. The same way that I feel like Slime took the genre in some interesting directions in the first season where we actually spend a lot of time kind of levelling up the main protag in a way where it's sort of... Not and crucial also, to the he, story. He's also uniting the monsters as well. Yeah, well, like, he's not growing as a protag. He's growing a community around him as a protagonist. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's less his growth and more the growth of this kind of community around him. Mm. Whereas Shield Hero, it's less um, the community around him is where it's this kind of personal negative growth where you can kind of see him dwelling and yeah. stewing and kind of changing the person he is, which which is kind of interesting. I think I think you you would love it. Obviously, it's an isekai that you know, it's 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 in your alley, yeah, up your yeah. alley. But yeah, it, it's Sounds it's like a good it. one. Watch it. All right. Yep. And I, I've I, already got it down on my list. I'm gonna finish uh, with maxed um, out my defense. So have, you've watched Overlord. I've watched a few episodes of Overlord. Yeah. So that, that's that's an isekai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's interesting because it's an isekai that starts off with well, very quickly, you know. He's already at the peak of his game. Oh, so he's, he's already the overlord of this. So he's a maxed out character. Yeah, so basically... Or is he a whale? No, basically he, he was playing it? this game and he refused to log out and as the servers went dark, he noticed that the NPCs continued to go along and they grew. The NPCs started to change and develop and evolve, you know, as the servers went dark and he was the last player on it. Oh. So, so while... He's the... He's versing NPCs. Yeah, kind of. Uh, so while this game's been dark and every the world's developing and growing around him, he's taken that time to become the strongest overlord and basically rule over this whole world. So, you know, he's already a god when the story kicks off. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. So it's interesting. I've only watched it's a few episodes. And he's the main character. Yeah. Huh. I've only watched a few episodes, but it, it's quite good. I, you'd like so it, is obviously. He an antagonist? Oh, again, I've only seen a few episodes, so it's hard okay, to tell. Right. I don't, I don't really know where it's going. Interesting. It is good though. I, I, it's got legs. It's got legs. It's got legs, and like a lot of these, I, th- I do think a lot of these have legs. Like I've, I've bung, bang on, bung on about uh, Mushuka Tensai. <laughs> yeah. But I'm gonna keep watching it. I, I will finish out the season. I will watch. Okay. okay. I, I will watch yeah. it. Like, because I think there's some interesting things in there, and as much as I do hate. There, there's going to be parts. some scenes where there's you're going to message me and go, this is shit. 
Oh, I've, trust me. I've already fought the urge to message you like five times and just being like, fuck, I hate you. <laughs> I fucking hate Isekai yeah. and I hate you for liking Isekai. This is, this is just like that um, Goblin Slayer. Oh, fucking <laughs> Goblin Slayer. <laughs> Goblin, and like, there's a lot of these Isekais that start off in like d- dungeons and stuff. And like, there's always a little part of my mind that's like, <laughs> if shit starts to get hairy, just turn it off, Philip. You don't have to watch it. It's okay. Oh. Just turn it off before <laughs> the rape scenes, okay? <laughs> It's fucking, it's awful, my That's friend. terrible. Goblin Slayer. Oi, I'm still waiting for the second season. Mm, I'm Mate, not. Th- th- they make goblins horrifying in that show. Yeah. They, they are absolutely horrifying. It's amazing how often Goblin Slayer comes up on this podcast for a series I hate fucking <laughs> so much. <laughs> oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh, is there anything else we need to talk about, Isakai's? So, we've, we've banged on a bunch. We, I think... Do, do we have an answer to the question, why Isekai? Is it just because? Why else, mate? Why else? Why else? Why else? Anima- a- anime titties. No, I'm An- kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Look, I, I guess they, they just appeal to some of my childhood nostalgic yeah. kind of gaming RPG yeah. life. Yeah, you know? agreed. And as as someone who quote unquote hates isekais, I, I can see the merit in them, and there are some really good ones out there. And I think, oh, but you got to filter through a lot of trash. That's the thing. I think it's the most over polluted uh, genre of anime at the moment, and I think that gives it a bad name alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the diamonds in the rough here are really good. They are, yeah. If you're willing agree. to sort through the rough, but then again, I, I, it's I, 2021. I, you don't need to sort through the rough. Just do what I do. Just Google what are the best isekais. Or just do what those. I do and just watch all, all of, of them. It. All of them. <laughs> sort through the do- sort through the rough with your bare hands. Just fucking get into <laughs> yeah. it. Get real dirty with it. You fucking little grub. <laughs> yeah, absolute grub. <laughs> oh man. So we should probably rip into the next section, buddy. Ah, so the Moldy Cheese segment. This is a segment of the show where we take a look back on the various shows that aired on Cheese TV and we decide whether it's aged like fine cheese or if it's just moldy. This week on the menu, it's The Winx Club, an Italian-American animated series co-produced by Rainbow Spa and Nickelodeon. The show is set in the magical universe uh, that inhabits inhabited by fairies and witches and magical creatures. Let's hear that intro. <laughs> We are the Winks. Winks Club, mate. An absolute ripper of a series that aired on Cheese TV and recently got a live-action remake made for Netflix called uh, Fate something on Netflix that I came out a few weeks ago. That. Wow. So 
It has come a long way, hasn't it? Inspired by that live action one, I decided to go back and rewatch the first couple of seasons of The Winx Club. How did you do it? Well, do you remember The Winx Club? I do. And I used to turn it off. Well, we're not the target demographic. That's that's what I was going to say next. But, so, growing up, I I, I grew up with all boys in my house. I have no sisters, and your uh, your sisters are older. Yes. So, they weren't exactly watching cartoons when... When we were watching cartoons, so neither of our households were watching the Winx Club on a regular basis, but I had neighbours. I had a, a neighbours next door that I was very close with, uh, yep. and they had three girls, three sisters, that we hung out with all the time. Uh, Tori, Holly, and, God, Natalia, maybe? I can't remember the third one. Shout out, yeah. She was so young. Anyway. So they would watch the Winx Club all the time. They had the Winx Club dolls. They had all the action figures. They had all the outfits. They had the DVDs. They were they were a Winx Club household. So, so I actually so, so the Winx like they did their like they hit the target audience. Man, this this for. this show was massive. This show in the, its origin country of Italy has its own Disney World set out to it. Like the, like yeah. Winx Club has an amusement park where you can go visit, okay. and it's a remake of the set. And there's there's statues and everything. It's it's a massive deal. This. This made the Italian because it's a, produced by the Italian Broadcasting Association, I believe. Yeah, it made him. Well, that that's the American version. So oh, okay, right. The original version comes from um, was an Italian animation production, and it was picked up by four kids who handled the English dub of it. Yeah, and uh, obviously dis- uh, the the Western distribu- uh, distribution. So four kids are the ones who did the dub for you know shows like Yu Gi Oh, One Piece, and stuff like that. They've done some notoriously bad dubs. This, however, is a great dub. The, the, the four kids version of Winx Club is the Winx Club I remember. I did go back and watch a, a more um, accurate dub of this where they haven't sliced up the episode orders and changed a few things and redid a, a few things like four kids did. And four kids nailed it. They, they really got this one right. So tell me, does it follow a, like a... Um like a storyline. Yeah, there is an overarching plot okay. through season to season. So basically what they do is there is a, a villain for every season, like a new villain, and uh, every episode is kind of a little bit of overarching plot line with obviously like a monster of the week or whatever happen- is happening yeah. that week, you know. Um, it's very, very kind of um, formulaic in the way it so goes. Like, Yeah, well, it's a, it's a magical girl anime so it's along the lines of your sailor moons your card captors and all that stuff like it follows a lot of these same tropes but i think it's a really good show and i think because we're not the target demographic it's a bit harder for us to kind of gauge is this moldier if it's getting it you know yada 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 but upon watching two seasons of this recently and being aware that it was hitting the target demographic when it came out my neighbours liked it, obviously, like, and that that's admittedly a small pool to be extrapolating that it was hitting its market. But, I mean, there wasn't that many shows targeted towards young girls at that time, especially Tony, on Cheese TV. Tony well, Clark. I've been going through the list of, of on this Cheese TV, like, of all the, all the programs they ran, and this is one of the only ones, with a few exceptions, but that's one of the only one. ones that's t- well, targeted towards girls. My Little Pony. Not a, oh, I think it's on there. Is it on? Uh, yeah, I think so. That and Totally Spies, which is another really good, oh. really good one. Yeah, right. So, do you remember anything of the Wings Club? Other than the fairies mm. and all the male men are like chiseled. 
Yeah, they're all jacked. So basically, there's two. So and, we and, and don't touch their hair. Don't touch their hair. Look all you want. Yeah, just don't, don't touch, touch the hair. hair. So the Winx Club, uh, the universe of the Winx Club is you've got Alfheim. I think it's Alfheim. I can't, I can't remember. Alfheim. But there's, um, I don't think it's Alfheim. I can't remember. Um, there's two schools, right? All the girls go to this witch school or this fairy school, sorry. Fairy, yeah. Yep. And all the boys go to this hero school. So they're all heroes with laser swords and stuff like that. <laughs> but there's some really cool stuff. and There's a really good fusion of the magical world and the, the sci-fi world because, you know, there's flying bikes and hoverboards and stuff like that and laser swords and laser guns as well as magic and stuff. Like, it's really cool and interesting world building. And I will admit that one of my first crushes was with Techna from the Winx Club rocking a mean little pixie cut. She was she was fierce. And I think she, I know the one. Yeah, well, she was dating the real nerd guy from the hero thing, so I kind of latched uh. onto that a little hard. <laughs> <laughs> Young <laughs> Philip knew who he was. Yeah, <laughs> but no, this is this is an interesting... It's an interesting one because it, it's kind of hard for me to pass judgment on a show that was not targeted towards me at all. Yeah. Um, it's probably the first one that I've watched that hasn't been targeted towards, you know, young boys and, or that at least, you know, when I watched it, it wasn't being targeted at me, mm. but I think it's good, man. I think it holds up. Like the, the first two scenes I watched this had some genuinely good moments. The animation throughout all is terrible, but you know, yeah. th- it's fun. There's some fun campy moments and it's good to see representation for, for, for girls. Cause chicks like cartoons, I, I assume. Yeah. I've never asked. Uh, well, I'm sure they watch yeah. anime too. Exactly. Um, I don't... It's, it's not just young Japanese men. No, no. Or really white guys. Oh, yeah, really. Really, yeah. just really, really white we, we guys. just never leave the house. Just ne- I'm so pasty and pale. It's not funny. <laughs> um, I, I don't have a bunch to say on Winx Club because, honestly, and you would have heard it throughout this whole episode, my throat is dying I have to edit out so much coughing. So I'm just going to say that this one is, this one's getting it. This is, this is aged like fine cheese. I think this is a really good fun show. Yeah. And who, who am I to say that it's moldy? It wasn't targeted. It wasn't targeted, but I I do think this is good. And I'm excited to, I might watch the. It's still going, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I might watch the live action one and report back on the next, next week's episode. I'm I'm excited. Uh, So yeah, this one, this one's fine cheese, man. I'm happy with this. Mm. Cover all 9,000 taste bud. Aerate it. Warm it up. Driving up that top note. That cream. Pure vanilla. Sweeteners. Mm. That's a 10. That is a 10. Oh, man. It's been an absolute ripper of an episode, buddy. Mm. As much editing as I'm going to have to do on this one. Oh, yeah. It's been real fun. It's always fun. It is always, always fun. fun. And I'm glad we got to finally answer the question, why Isekai? <laughs> why Isekai? It's been great, mate. Because it's fun. It is fun. It is you a lot of fun. You don't know what you're going to get until you You do know it. what you're going to get. Don't <laughs> fucking no say you don't know what you're going to get. I knew exactly what I was going to get every time I turned on an Isekai, you monster. Uh, so, guys, go out and like the socials at Lords of Dorktown on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Twitter scares me and Facebook's dead, so Insta's the place to be. Oof. If you want to get in touch with the pod, just reach out at lordsofdorktown at gmail.com. Uh, join the Discord. There's a little little thing down in the bottom of this episode description. Get on that. It's been get fire. On, get on that. And keep it dorky, baby. Peace out. Peace. Don't know what you're going to get. Fucking hell.
for racing car. <laughs>